you got to question everything. I mean, I'm not saying you have to debunk everything or try to argue everything, but you have to question everything at this point. That's it. Welcome to the common sense theory, baby. Common sense, that's all we ask. Let's go! All right. Welcome, everyone. Common sense theory here. Um, all we ask for is a little common sense, so... I'm going to go a little off topic today and uh, well, let's just change it up a little bit. Why don't we? Um, I want to talk about consumerization. Um, It's something that kind of hits me all the time and and I am watching a show with my family and I'm watching like a couple years ago. um, The first thing that struck me was phones and I remember when... I used to have this flip phone. It was like the Nokia, or no, it was the Motorola StarTech. Never needed a case. No phones ever needed cases. You could like chuck it across the room. Then, then there was the next level Motorola. It was pretty cool. Um, then the Nokia brick. Everybody remembers that thing that you could text. It worked great. Got service everywhere. No antenna. Um, Pretty cool phone. I actually remember a, a friend of mine back in the day was so mad. We were in L.A. He's driving down the street, and he got so pissed at something, like ro- kind of road rage back then, and he hucked the phone at the windshield, and it smashed the windshield of his car, and the phone was fine. Um, so just everything in today's world, it's it's sad to me, and I hope that maybe a company will come along or maybe we're maybe it's going full circle and eventually will go for full circle but consumerization is at the world's it's like the world everything has become this and it's based on not only like vaccines or anything that's another thing that we'll get to that I just got a phone call today from my um, health insurance they uh, about a vaccine because they're pushing the insurers are pushing vaccines now for our kids not just you know, the coronavirus vaccine, but all, all vaccines. But that's beside the point. Let's go back to consumerization. Of, let's start with phones. Um, they used to be, there were no cases. You didn't need a case. So then they realized, oh, maybe we should figure this out and make them a little bit shittier so that we can add a case that they have to buy. So now we've got this, and then I remember now we have to buy a case for our phone because if you drop it, the thing smashes and, you know, it's over. So they're like, to protect your investment, which now is bullshit too because you need a new phone every month, joke, every year or so. But, um, you know, why are things being made to be worse now? That's, that seems to be the business plan of the now. And I'm worried about where, where is that going to go in the future? Right, because the business plan is you have to com- you have to consistently beat your previous year's revenue. That's a fairly new business plan. You always wanted to make money, but now it's you have to beat your previous year's revenue. So you, you even if your first year, that's why we're in trouble with Pfizer because they just had the best year ever, and so for their shareholders, they have to beat this year. So we're in for a doozy on however they figure out trying to do that. But. Um, that business plan, it's a little frightening, just common common sense to me. It's like, well, so they figured this phone out. Okay, now we need to make a case. And then Apple used to give you a charger with it and earphones. I don't know if you guys remember that. 
used to come with earphones that had a wire because they hadn't figured out Bluetooth yet. But uh, And it came with a charging cord and a charger. Now your phone only comes with the charging cord and the phone. So now you've got to buy the earphones and you've got to buy the actual charging unit. They don't even include that anymore, which is interesting. So like that, we're, we're being consumerized every day and every moment of every way that we live, which is... It's a little bit of a bummer to me just because things aren't made as well on purpose. I think that's a really strange concept. Even cars, it's like, I just got this thing from my car and it's like, hey, it was a really nice pamphlet. I think I've talked about this before, but I got it in the mail. It's like, we're really sorry. We love you as a customer, but your car will no longer be able to um, do half the shit that it does. It's only, my car's only four years old. Half the shit that it does because it's going to 4G, not 3G. So you won't have live traffic anymore. You won't have all this other stuff. And my app, I have an app for the car. Like that just, they just shut that down, stops working. So the point is to push you in every way possible to get a new car, obviously, so that it can keep doing what it used to do, but they claim can no longer do because they're doing upgrades to make things better. Hmm. That seems a little strange to me. But anyway, let's get back to the phones. So Apple, I used to, I had this Motorola phone too, like when fart, smart, phone, fart phones, smartphones first came out. I can't remember what it was called. Made by Motorola. It actually came, the whole phone was like, the back of it was kind of rubbery and it had a little kickstand if you wanted to watch a movie on it sideways. I mean, this is like 10, 15 years ago. But the screen itself, I remember I used to drop it all the time and it never would break. I mean, it never broke. Phones just, their screens never broke. So then I remember this article maybe five years ago where Apple had a deal with Gorilla Glass. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's basically like very strong glass and they were going to put it on their iPhones. Well, the last minute they changed their contract because super smart ass Mr. Steve Jobs went, wait a minute, if we put Gorilla Glass in the phone, it'll never break, so we won't be able to repair it. So they instantly switched that contract. Gorilla Glass lost a ton in their market share, and they decided to only put it in the iWatch because they thought, if the watches, because people are active, if those break too much, we'll lose sales. So let's, let's you know, the algorithm showed we should keep it in the watches, but we should definitely not keep it in the phones so that the phones are much more fragile. So now the, I think now the back initially, because when they made the whole iPhones glass now, right? But the back was initially Gorilla Glass and just the front was normal. So they were like, the back won't break, but the, but the front will. Now the whole phone, they, they, dumped there's no more gorilla glass at all in an apple phone i don't know about like samsung's or any of the other google phones but um i just know that if you have an apple iphone you have to have a case and it's consumerizing which is kind of annoying a little bit annoying to me also like your computer you'll notice like i have an older and it's not just apple i'm just using them because i use their products but I, i have an older iMac, and at one point I was trying to update to the new iOS system and I said, we're sorry, this can't be updated. Same thing with my TV. TVs are doing it. Um, I tried to update one of my TVs and it was like, yeah, we're sorry. I even have um, Apple TV in my room. It's an older version. And it was like, sorry, we can't update this so you can't get certain apps anymore. So everything is consumerized where you have to buy new shit. But in turn, 
we've now turned into a society that feels that we have to buy new shit. So even things like jeans that are still made really well, Levi still makes a great pair of jeans. But if you wear an, I was wearing an older pair that I love, and 20 years ago this used to be cool, right? Because everybody wanted ripped jeans and it looks cool. Somebody said to me, wow, man, those, those look like an old vintage pair. And I was like, no, they're just my jeans. But he, he was kind of jamming me for it because I didn't have new, cool, expensive, you know, I hadn't spent money on a brand new pair of jeans. I have 30 pairs of jeans, but I happen to love that one pair. Um, just kind of strange in how people redo their houses. We've become this culture that if you don't upgrade constantly, and I think it all started with kind of this consumerizing concept of like, let's not make things as good so that people have to replace them and continually buy them. And it's frustrating. And it's, I think it's a tough route to be heading down because, you know, there, there are certain things that I think they still make really well. And those companies are still flourishing and doing great. Um, I think Yeti's a great company. They make, I'm not plugging them, but they make like, you know, I've got a, I've had a Yeti mug forever and it still keeps my coffee hot or still keeps my drink cold for hours and hours and hours. That's a great product. I don't know how, what the lifespan is of it, but it seems so far to be pretty long. As long as they've been around, I've had, I got one right away. People are like, oh, it's so expensive. It's $40, but you know what? It's paid off because I only have had buy one. Um, but even that, it's like they're changing the styles. So I've got this one. Everybody's like, wow, where'd you get that Yeti? That thing looks so old. It's just really, it's just an interesting concept that I wanted to talk about because if you think about it, it's literally everything that we have now. Like if you have granite countertops, you're, you're a chump because you haven't upgraded your countertops because it's not cool. It's not hip. If you've got, you know, travertine floors, you obviously like, oh, he hasn't upgraded his floors in a long time. He's got travertine. Ooh. I mean, you remember the days back when we were kids, you didn't upgrade anything. Your house was your house. That was it. Maybe you got new carpet here and there. Um, but nowadays, like we're pay we're paying we're paying people every ten years to restyle our houses. It's it's such an odd concept to me. I just um, we're so consumerized, and I, and I wonder how that changes. I wonder if it changes. Are we coming full circle? Because there's now we're almost at a place where we kind of can't because there's so many businesses built off of consumerization and accessorization like I, I remember you used to basically had to accessorize your car like I had a Volvo when I was in college and I remember like I bought that CD player that you had to put underneath to play CDs and then you had that tape you put it you put a plug into the CD and there was a wire that you put into and then there was like a tape deck but it was like a fake tape and you put that in the tape deck so that your CD could play through the tape deck and like I thought it was so tricked out. I was like, yeah, I got a CD player in my car. And used to put all these accessories everywhere, but now it's everything comes with it. But that market has jump started as well since then because, you know, now you've got all that built into your car. So there's really no need to accessorize your car. And, and all the car companies got privy to it. So now they offer all the accessories. They offer all the you know, the 22 rims and the, and the black rims and the dope rims. So they kind of 
took away that market, the secondary market on their own because they were smart. They went, okay, we're losing to this. So how do we do this? How do we take back the market on things like phones and cars and constantly being consumerized to upgrade? I mean, the, the problem with the phones, obviously, is like it's now it's 3G, 2G. 2, you know, I read this one article years ago that Steve Jobs, smart guy, um, obviously knew what he was doing in terms of making a lot of money. But he said that whenever an Apple iPhone comes out, he's already got five generations of it already ready to roll. So he has five sets of consumers already buying in the future for his next product that's already made and already has this technology to be made, but he slow rolls it on purpose. And we've seen that too, like they, they knock down the batteries and they can do whatever they want. But it's it's just so interesting to me how that's and it's bled it's it's bled into our society and how we think. Like if you don't have something brand new or the newest version of something, you're thought down upon or you know, people make assumptions about you immediately. And and I do it too. I'm guilty of it as well. Like I you know. You certainly, if you see somebody, unless it's a classic in mint condition, you see somebody driving like a 1990 Ford Escort, you're like, wow, I, I wonder what they do. Just an interesting, and I, and I don't think it used to be like that. I remember when I was a kid, everybody kind of had medium cars, like even, even the rich guy in town. It's not like he had any big time car and nobody thought any different of him. Um, but consumerization, being aware of it, I think is kind of the first step and realizing like, maybe I don't, maybe I should hold on to this phone forever because in the end, you know, the mining for all the minerals needed for the phones and it's going to be, it's going to be a problem down the road since we're so thirsty for the newest, hottest thing and, and the companies need to keep making money and beating their previous revenue. I, I think it's maybe... I don't know maybe we should try to just build something that's great the first time and see and, and build it to last as opposed to try to build it to deteriorate as quickly as possible so that somebody has to buy another one um anyway i i it was just it when i was um watching this show and seeing them with these flip phones i just started thinking like wow man those things that was the greatest phone obviously they weren't smartphones but um they got great service. You could text. It was teeny. It fit in your pocket. It never it never pocket dialed anybody. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I think they could probably add some technology to those. And, and the phone in itself is such a great tool, but it's also, you know, it's devastating a lot of our youth and creating, I mean, the dopamines that are released off looking at screens. And I don't know, something to think about, right? Um, but... I, I was also thinking about it because I have to get, you know, my car said, hey, you're up for a checkup. And um, when I called the lady, she's like, oh, yeah, you have this year. Well, when you bring it in, we should definitely, why don't you come early? Because this car, you know, you're not able to get a lot of your stuff anymore. So I'll take you through to the new, you know, the new version of your car. and We can set you up and uh, no money down. You can just trade this. It's just, a, it's just an interesting thought. Consumerization and how it's really affecting kind of, it's a deeper effect on society that I think I, I'm even anybody's even aware of. It's just such a, 
a thought. But anyway, so I, I want to go back to also the pushing of the vaccines, and I'm wondering if that has something to do with consumerization because they've now that the mask mandates are lifted and things are lifted, and there it's kind of like okay, the vaccine thing's over. We got to make some money. So our health insurance company, we just took one of our kids in for a checkup, and I declined one of the vaccines that is not mandatory for one of my sons, and it's the HPV, I think, the vaccine, um, and that was nine days ago I took him in and the way that the doctor in the office said the way that, literally how the conversation went and I was with him he's a minor so I was with him in the room and she looked at the chart and said oh let's just make sure you're up to date with all the vaccines and I said well he is otherwise he wouldn't be able to go to school so I already know he is and she goes oh no no yeah it looks like you're missing one so we'll do that one today all right so is there and I said what whoa like that's how that's how they're they're being trained to kind of handle it. She she just ran over it as fast as possible, and I said no 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 he's not getting a vaccine today. She said well no no he's missing the HPV. I said I don't well, I don't want it. I don't want him to have it. And she said oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll take that off. And I was like so it was just automatically on. It's a little odd. So we took it off anyway, and he ended up needing nothing. But anyway. Um, so today, that was nine days ago, maybe 10 days ago, we got a phone call from our health insurance. Hi, we're just calling to make sure um, that you know your son's up to date on all his vaccines because it shows he's not. And we said, no, he is. We, we just went to the doctor. And the health insurance company said, well, no, he's not up to date. He's missing the HPV vaccine. <laughs> and we said, yeah, we don't want it. So they said, okay, well, we need to make sure, and just so you know, this phone call is being recorded. So the physician offered it, and you declined it? And we said, yes. But why would you even have to ask us that? And they just said, oh, just because we want to make sure that the doctors are doing their job. So now it's their job to push vaccines. That's at least in the view of the insurance company. I don't know. I find it a little strange. Like, you know, the, they're literally 10 days after we declined something that isn't mandatory. They're trying to call and make sure that we were the ones declining it and that the doctor definitely had pushed it. So they're, they're now double checking all the doctors to make sure that that's part of a fundamental shot. Um, anyway. Somehow, to me, it kind of ties into consumerization because now they're trying to figure out how can we, we need to start, our traction needs to keep going here on either of the vaccines because I know Pfizer makes that too, so does Moderna. So is that kind of the road we're going down in the future? Um, interesting, just it was thought-provoking to me because I kind of, I started thinking about everything and how... I've got a couple shirts that were made. I think I've had them for 12 years just because I like the way they fit. Um, they were made by American Apparel, which was a, you know, another company that got in hot water for the owner was a scumbag, I think, or whatever. But anyway, they're gone now. I don't even think they exist. But I've got a couple of their shirts. Then like they're still elasticy. I've washed them probably 100 times at least. Um, I still love the way they fit. They still look good. You wouldn't know that they're 10 years old, but nowadays you wash something four times. I mean, I bought a sweatshirt a couple weeks ago, um, 
it started balling up just from me wearing it. I hadn't even wa- I washed it once. I washed it again. I worked out in it, and now it looks like it's ten years old. So it's interesting. I just uh, I wonder where this takes us. Uh, you know, everything is being made to not last long, which is weird because it seems like the exact opposite. We kind of we're innovative so that we can have things work well. And the bottom line is we're building things to not work well on purpose now. So anyway, all right. Um, a little different than usual, but um, I had fun talking about it. And uh, check out the website because I can get emails and, and follow up with people. Um, the commonsense theory.com. All right. Talk to you later. Ciao.